of the gate. All right, all right, all right. Michael Gavin here, your mind mechanic, tuning up your heart, your mind, one at a time. So your ideas do not die in your heart, your head, or your hard drive. Got to shake that up here uh, in the morning. Anyways, excited to be here with you today. Today's topic is controlling versus creating your life, your business. Um, so I, through my career owning a video production company, I shot north of 300 weddings. And, you know, there's kind of a journey I'm going to take you through. And now my observation about that specifically, and then how controlling versus creating can apply to your life and how you can have uh, less stress, more joy, more fun, less anxiety, frustration, irritation about things, because we've got to identify what are things we're actually able to control versus things that we can't. Um, And where does creating come into that? Not in creating a video uh, or a design or a website or even a business or a life, but simply through the words and language we use that then ultimately we create our life, we create our business. So in the beginning, when you're doing something, you don't know what's right, wrong, and different. You might not even be getting paid, and you're just thrilled that you get to do it. I, I see this a lot, where if people are into video, they're into photography, they're into music, they're into design, in the early stages, they just feel grateful. They really do, I think most people feel immense gratitude for getting to do something, that somebody would allow them to come in, would allow them to do the thing, and whether or not they get paid or not is at times irrelevant. And then you start getting better at it and doing more of it. And then you start to recognize, wow, there's things I really like. There's things I really don't like. Okay, great. Well, specifically taking in weddings into context, you know, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm doing anything and everything, trying things. And I'm just, I'm having fun. And then what happened is, is I started going, well, I don't really like doing this. And I like doing this. But then I thought there were certain ways to do things. And so this is where controlling versus creating, but also expectations come in. So most of life, you know, you get one run at things. Now, you might be able to do those said things again and again, but first impressions, I mean, first impressions are first impressions. I mean, you get to make new impressions, but there's still a first impression. And sometimes those impressions are bad and later can be turned into good, meaning you can make a bad first impression and it doesn't mean that you're doomed. Um, but so in, in weddings specifically for me, what happened is I reached this stage where, like life, we think we control things. So this was a live event. Now, how, now I want you to always think, when I'm sharing stories, um, I do my best to relate it outside of just the story, but I want you to think, where does this apply to you in your life? Where is there something you're trying to control that ultimately you can't? You know, most of us, uh, we're not making a movie. Like we watch movies and we see how things play out. Um, but in life, like we don't have that level of control, right? To, to, to do the scene over, say it a different way, do it in the editing room, change it up. We get to move forward and do things differently potentially. But when we do them the first time, we did what we did. We can't change that. We can only change what we do again. And so I used to go in with these high levels of expectations. Now, this was when I didn't know what I didn't know. And so I would go into these weddings with this high level of expectation, trying to control everything, right? So, okay, I've got all the data. This is what's going to happen at 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. and 11 to 1130, da, 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 da. And I'm going through the whole day. I'm planning this ahead of time with the couple. 
Like, I'm good. I got this planned out. I know exactly what shots I'm going to get. I know what song I'm going to use. I know what, uh, how I'm going to edit it. And from this place to this place in the song, this is going to happen. So what happened is, is that I was let down a lot. Now, where are you let down a lot in life? Because you've created rules or you've created expectations about things that you think should happen a certain way. And you've even planned, you've prepared, you've, you've got this, you've got this, right? That's how you look at it. I've got this. And so when I did that, I was let down a lot because I'm like, okay, dad's coming at 9 a.m. to give the daughter a, uh, you know, to give the daughter a, a gift. And there's probably going to be tears. That'll be great for this song at this time. We'll get these shots. And then, you know, you get there a half hour early. Dad's going to be there at nine and the tears are being wiped off. And it happened at eight. And you're like, Okay, well, that changes things, right? How many times have you had life happen and that changes things? Well, so what I started to realize is that, okay, like this took me years to figure out, by the way, because I had very little self-awareness about figuring things out quicker. Um, And I think that'll happen the rest of my life. I think there's things I can continue to rapidly change and figure out and you as well. And then there'll be things where you just don't get the memo for a long time. And that's okay. Uh, But what happened was, is I realized that I was trying to control something that quite frankly, you couldn't control any more than you can control the weather. And so when it comes to creating, you create with your thoughts, your thoughts Your thinking leads to your being, your being leads to your doing, and your doing leads to your getting. So typically what you're thinking, the thoughts you're thinking, if you allow your default thoughts that come out of your brain to run your life, then your being, so if your thoughts are nothing works out for me, like this is is what that happened for me. I was thinking I've got to control everything. So dad's supposed to be there at nine. Again, how does this apply to you? What are the things that you're trying to control? You're creating expectations in areas that it's, it's, it's insane to do, right? We're in, 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 in areas that it's near impossible. It's, it's life. Life is not a script, right? Life is not just this thing that we get to exactly to a T say, this is exactly what's going to happen minute by minute, day by day, hour by hour. What we get to do is we get to interpret, we get to create through our thoughts that lead to our being, that lead to our actions, that lead to what we get. But at times we can still, like I thought this will happen. This is gonna happen. I planned for it. This is all these things. But because it's a live event and life happens, some of those things didn't happen, no matter how much I planned or prepared. So what I did that I got to create is that my thoughts got to shift. Rather than being disappointed over and over again because I had an expectation that I planned and prepared for this to happen. And then when it didn't happen, my thinking said, well, this sucks. This isn't going to work out. I'm not going to make a good video. Maybe I got to go get the guy and put him in the street and get that shot still because I must have that shot. That was part of my preparation. That was part of my planning. This shot needs to happen. So my thinking was it was confined. It was constrained. It created frustration. It created uh, uh, um, uh, anxiety, worry, stress, because my thinking was so limited that I saw this whole thing through one lens. 
And when I tried to control the scenario and what I wanted and planned to happen didn't happen, I was like, and then it's like, I'd still do things, but I'd be frustrated. And it sucked another F, the fun out of it. So how did I shift things? How did I turn things around? How can you turn things around by creating your life rather than attempting to control it? Through your thinking, converts to your being. Who are you being? If I'm thinking I'm a loser, I'm going to be a loser and I'm going to do loser things, which just means I'm going to lose, right? Not You're a loser as a human being, but like a person who is set up and thinking that they will lose will do what a person who loses does. And that typically leads to a result of getting things that you lose. So when I realize I can create, which wasn't what I saw back then, but now I see now controlling versus creating. This is what happened. I wasn't aware of is that I started to go, well, you know what? This is a live event. This is, this is an uncontrollable thing. And I can keep going in and getting the same result, which is eight out of 10 times being disappointed because what I planned and prepared for didn't work out. And then trying to like reconvene and make it work, but being frustrated because the expectation was that this is how it's supposed to be. When it's not being that way, I can, I can fix it, but I'm frustrated. And when I'm frustrated, it's not fun. So do you have things in your life where you've tried to control something and you've planned and prepared and then it didn't happen and then you might try to fix it, but it's not fun because you're forcing it to happen. So what I started to do is I started to go, okay, cool. I can't control this. I can still plan and prepare. I can still plan and prepare and see what's, you know, uh, going to happen that day and, and plan to do certain things, but I'm going to have a different expectation. And that expectation is simply what's going to happen is what's going to happen. Now I'm going to do my best to capture some of these things that I plan and prepared for. But I am now going to, rather than tell the, the, the couple in this scenario that this is what's going to happen, this is what you're going to get. I shifted. I created a different world and reality for them and for me. And it made it fun again. And that's what I want for you. I want for me is, is fun, fun, you know that word, fun, fun, freedom, fulfillment, funds, um, and to get the life back in it. So for me, by rather than trying to control and then being upset when the things that I wanted to control didn't happen, I created a different reality for me. You know, there are people that Two things can be equal for the same time, right? I don't know, you're married, you live with somebody, you can be under the sheets and one's cold and one's hot, right? You're, you're like three inches away from each other, not in the separate rooms or anything else, right? One could be hot, one could be cold. So there's always different realities happening, but we are creating those realities. And so once I shifted my perspective to whatever happens, happens, like I'm going to create you a unique and special video because I can't force things. I've tried for years. And others may do it and they may come in and they may, may make you do things again, but you only have one first kiss. You only have that, that exchange with your dad once. And so we can do our best to plan and prepare. We can really say, hey, make sure your dad, like, hey, dad, that's something I can control, right? Rather than leaving it up to the dad, right, to just randomly show up when it was said, but we didn't interact. I can say, hey, dad, make sure you don't come till nine if you're going to give her something. I want to get that special moment. But if it, for some reason it doesn't happen, he chickens out, like whatever, then we're going to get what we get. 
And so by going in where everything I do is unique because I'm not trying to control and make a cookie cutter thing, which is what was happening, right? So where are you trying to be cookie cutter? Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you've exactly planned and prepared for as if that is the only and right path versus allowing some spontaneity. Now, for some people, I get it. I get it. The spontaneity is not exciting in any way, shape, or form. You want to control everything. But how's that working? How is that holding on so tightly to things that are basically uncontrollable at times? You can do your best, again, to plan and prepare and even you know, have uh, certain things said so that you can get hopefully certain things to happen. But what I've recognized is the more I lean back, the more I allow life to happen and know that really I don't know and nor, nor does anyone else. We're looking for answers all the time. I know I have been. Tell me what to do. Tell me how to do it. Tell me what to say, when to say it, um, how to act. I mean, as much as we say, we don't want that. But at times, we're constantly seeking that out, whether we're aware of it or not. We're looking for affirmation and appreciation and these things from other people outside of ourselves. And that has us stuck in these boxes because when we're not getting what we want, when we're not getting what we control, our thoughts which is really what creates our reality, have us running amok, right? It's a mess. And what we can control is not our default thoughts, but how we observe those thoughts and then whether or not we choose to believe them and whether or not we choose to shift them, change them, uh, view them differently, and recognize that the things we may have are disempowering and that we're repeating a pattern that if we keep doing it, I just saw marry me with... uh, is it Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez? And there's, there's a line, and I've said a version of this. It's been said a million times by a million different people. But if you want something different, you got to do something different. And too many times, we are literally just repeating the same day over and over again. And for some people, that day is right here. It is two thumbs up, and it is amazing. And for other people, that day is Groundhog's Day. And they're like, this day sucks. Um, if they really got honest, because we keep doing the same thing. So what I recognized is that there was a lot of my life where I kept doing the same thing and quite frankly, expecting to get a different outcome. But through the way I was thinking and creating my life, there was not going to be a different outcome. There was going to be the same outcome more times than not. And when I got a different outcome, it seemed like luck. It seemed like it was an accident. And then, well, hope that happens again. The problem is when I didn't think I had any control, right? Control. So I'm trying to control, but then I'm like, I don't have any control. So the reality is sometimes good things happen. Sometimes they don't. What I do control is is how I respond to my thinking. And that can create my reality. So... I can create a reality that by and large is far different than the exact same reality you live in. And you can do that as well. You do that by starting to observe and recognize that the only thing you do control is quite frankly, how you respond to things because we want to control our thoughts. And people say that when I realize is I have thoughts all the time. And I'm like, where'd that come from? Do you have thoughts all the time that you don't know where they came from? Some thoughts you're proud of, and maybe some you're not so proud of. Um, but I find that I have less control at times of the thought that I have initially, the response I have initially to something. But what I can control is then what I get to create 
with how I respond to what I thought. And then over time, your thoughts can shift. So initially, it was like, this isn't working the way I'm doing it. Because before, it's just I'm doing it, but I don't know what to do because I think this is how I, you do it. And then once I realized I could do it different, I did it different, and I started to get a different result, where then that became my expectation, which became my default reality, which became my default thoughts. So some of you are going to go through, I hope you're following here. If you're not, leave comments, leave questions, leave yeah, but, send me a message. You know, at times I create these, these are my simple your daily jumpstart. And I'm mainly, I'm, I'm talking to you that's going to catch this in a replay or something else. I say one of my biggest lines is when I hear you, I can help you. And so for me, this is something I don't need another soul on earth to show up to a live, to show up to anything, to consistently show up more for me. This is building trust in my brain. These are things I wish I could have heard. And so if there's something that you hear from what I'm saying that you're like, ah, it makes sense, but what does he mean here? Reach out, let me know. Because those questions and those comments shift the way I will say things in the future so that it, it, it gets through to you uh, easier, better, uh, or just gets through. Because if it doesn't get through, anything you're listening to, observing, reading, if you're just surface level, just like, yep, I got that, heard that before, but you're not practicing it. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say what's the point. Some people like to learn, which was a topic I covered before. but there is an aspect. If you say you know something, but you're still getting the result that's the opposite of if you knew it, then there's something to dig into. And so um, there's a transition that at times you're going to go through when your default thoughts might be negative, negative self-talk. This doesn't work. It isn't working. I don't work. It doesn't work for me. I started too late. Whatever these things are that are disempowering thoughts that are not serving you or helping you, you can choose to believe those thoughts. And those may be your default thoughts about things. Or you can start to step back and observe those thoughts and go, well, that might have been my reality. It might be my current reality, but it doesn't have to be my future. I don't have to keep repeating this and living into this every day. And I can start to think different thoughts after I have my initial thoughts, after, not the initial default thought you have, after you can think different things about that because that's where you bring awareness into it. You have a thought. It's a disempowering thought. You go, is that true? Is that real? Do I have to believe that? I don't think so. I can do something different. I can be a different person. I can think a different thought. And that'll start to create a different reality. So once I did that back in the day, with that story specifically, things took off. And I also believe it's because I had more fun. So I had fun in the beginning. Too many people, they don't even want to have a business. The accidental entrepreneur is like, they're all creative. They're doing their thing and they're having fun. And then how many of you, if you've gotten into business, have flipped the switch? Now I'm, and I've done this. I 99.99999% of what I say, I just want you to know, I'm talking to me. I need to hear the things I'm saying to you. Some things far more than other things, because some things I have, I wish I could have heard before. And so I'm sharing learnings, but some things it's like, I need to hear it still as much as you may or may not need to hear it right now. And I've had to recognize that, that the things I'm saying aren't just like at you, but you need to hear this. I'm above you and I'm better than you. So just so you know, I'm on my mountaintop right now. I don't need nothing because I'm better than everyone. No, that's not the case. There's things I'm better at than you probably right now. And there's things you're better at than me probably right now. But this aspect that people are having fun and then they start getting people asked, can you do that for me? Yeah, I'll do it for you for free. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe I should charge for this. And you start doing that. 
And then slowly it morphs into something that's not fun anymore because all of a sudden when you started to make it into a business, you decided that now no longer should I do it the way I did it to begin with, but now I'm going to do it a different way. And that applies to relationships as well. You did something when you got into a relationship, there was extra love and sizzle and sauce going on and you were having fun doing all these sweet things. And then all of a sudden it ain't so great anymore. If you check yourself before you wreck yourself, which is what I had to see, is that I wasn't doing what I did when I started. And when I was able to recognize that, I could shift, do what I did when I started and start to get back the results I got, you know, the, the dynamic I had when I started. Applies to business, friendships, relationships, intimacy. There's things we do when we start and then we stop doing it. For one reason or another, something flips. And so in business for me, it's doing stuff that's fun and then all of a sudden flipping and thinking now that it's professional and for money and these, I got to do it so different. And a lot of times the doing it so different or doing it a certain way strips the fun out of it. When it strips the fun out of it, you start being less motivated, less excited. And then all of a sudden you get bored, you get burned out. Because when you can maintain the fun, magic happens. And a lot of people, and a reminder to myself here, um, that that is where the magic happens is when you're having fun. And so constantly having that be a North Star. Am I having fun? Will this be fun? Yeah, there'll be different. There's always difficulty. It's just not rainbows, butterflies, and unicorns. But if you're building something that's not fun, see how long you keep building it. I can't speak for you, but I know I can speak for me. I don't go on for too long. A lot of people that follow me in my world, they won't keep pushing when they're not enjoying 99% of what they're doing or 80% or 70%. I want to keep the what I don't enjoy to 5 or 10%, maybe max. And then even that stuff, can I get rid of it? Can I get some help with it um, and keep mitigating that? But uh, anyways, leave me a comment. Let me know. Likes and love. Let, you know, let your friends know. Your daily jumpstart. Michael Gevin here. Just excited to bring this to you Monday through Friday. And um, yeah, it's just a message to the tuning up one heart, one mind at a time. So your ideas don't die in your hearts, your heads, your hard drives. It's just that aspect that... Um, there's too much talent, skill, dreams, goals, ambitions, desires that are dying inside of people because for one reason or another, somebody said you couldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. It's too risky. Play it safe. Whereas some points of view that I've seen is the risky part is playing it safe. And it's safer to be risky. You interpret that however you want. <laughs> but uh maybe a different than being ignorant about something. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I just think that for me, it's something that I recognize that I'm doing more and more every day and it's to have more fun, enjoy myself. And I don't not enjoy myself. I don't want to sit here and act like I'm miserable when I got to have more fun, but um, it is something I think about more and more every day. Cause there is a part of me that has gotten so analytical and so critical and it was from a conditioning that I allowed to happen for a decade of being around people who actually were great people, great, 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 great people, super helpful, but at times weren't like me. It's important to have a diversity of people in your life, but recognize those of which are like you and maybe ahead of you that you can learn from, people that you can give to that maybe you're ahead of, um, and uh, people who are nothing like you. I think it's healthy to have a healthy dose of variety in our lives versus complete segmentation and 
uh, silo of only people that we agree 100% with, because I think that there's always two sides to every coin. And so take what you like from the things you hear, throw away the rest. Um, you don't need everything from everybody. And uh, yeah, rock and roll. Appreciate you. Have an incredible day. Michael Gavin here, your mind mechanic. Tune up your heart, your mind one at a time so your ideas don't die in your heart, your head. MindTuneUpTimeLive.com. Go there. You can register. Do a 2 p.m. session every Tuesday. And um, enjoy that. Right now, these aren't anywhere else but Facebook. So if you're enjoying this one, it's the first time finding it, uh, you can go back and get, this is the 31st one as of the recording of this specific one. And soon in the next two or three weeks, they'll start getting released. But in reverse order all the way from... Uh, my oldest one I did first on uh, YouTube and podcast come up here in the next two or three weeks, probably. But um, anywho, much love to you. I appreciate you. Again, if you have any questions or thoughts, seek me out. Michael at the mindmechanic.net. Uh, the best place I, I like as well is just Messenger. Um, you can send me a message there, some thoughts, questions, rebuttals, yeah, buts, topics to cover. Um, because again, when I hear you, I can help you. That's where I can bring the most value. So, rock and roll, my friends. Have a great day. We'll talk soon.